Hey, what's going on, Beastie Bro? It's your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington, and I'm here in the basement of General Fitness Company Studio recording episode number 42 of the TR Expert Talks. Now, today we're going to be talking about KISS. Keep it simple, smarty. Now, uh, fun fact, you know, um, KISS, a lot of people would call that an acronym, right? Keep it simple, smarty. But actually, it is what's called an abbreviation. We all know abbreviations. You know, those are words that are not words. So keep it simple, smarty. It's a word that stands for something else. That's what makes an abbreviation. An acronym is a word like EKG, electrocardiogram. And the reason why it's an acronym is because EKG is not a word. EKG isn't a word. Neither is CPR or any of those other words that are like not really words. That is what's called an acronym. So a uh, little fun fact for you to start off the program here. We're going to be talking about KISS, as I said. We're going to be discussing your workouts and how you can make them a little bit less complex. You know, I see a lot of people on Instagram and uh, YouTube and everywhere else on social media, and they do, they're doing all these super advanced exercise routines. So I want to talk about how we can keep it simple. We'll give you a good workout routine that will work relatively consistently. And um, we'll apply that to everyday life. Not the workout, of course, but we'll apply that lesson of uh, keeping it simple to everyday life. So, um, yeah, I, I really love doing these episodes. I absolutely am having a blast. We're on episode number 42 on our way to 50. And I really hope that I'm providing value for you. you know, I really put in some work in making sure that this podcast is uh, you know, the best quality I can make. Obviously, <laughs> I have a basement for a studio and I record these. Uh, on my phone, so you know, we're doing what we can right now. But I definitely try to put in the work in, in terms of getting research and trying to get guests in for you. And in fact, we're actually going to be having another guest coming up pretty soon. He's an owner of a uh, clothing company for uh, gentlemen under the, under five foot eight. So that should be interesting. Like I said, I try to uh, provide you with as much, as much value as I can. And um, you know, I don't really ask for anything in return. Uh, the only thing I really do ask is that you share this program if you're actually getting value from it. You know, um, it would really mean the world to me if you did, because um, I do this partially because I'm having fun, but obviously, uh, mostly I do it because I want to provide you value. So if it's uh, providing you value, please share this uh, value with someone else, because uh, it's always good to get, but it's even better to give. So share this podcast, and uh, if you don't, I'm not your friend. <laughs> no, I'm playing. No, I really do appreciate you listening, and... Um, whether you do share it or not, eventually, I'm sure, uh, we'll get around to your friends as well somehow, some way. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, and also, if you're not sharing it, uh, please do leave a review or a rating on iTunes or Google Pod or wherever you get, you're listening to this content right now. All right, so anyways, now we got that out of the way. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get this episode started. Episode number 42 of the TR Expert Talks. Of course. Keep it simple, Smarty. Let go! All right, so here we are in episode number 42 of the TR Expert Talks. So what we're going to talk about today is uh, creating that workout routine that's going to be something that you can do relatively consistently and that'll give you the results that you want. Because uh, the thing is that what I've been seeing uh, lately on social media is pretty much one of two things. Either people doing like the craziest things that have absolutely no functional value, like pretty much people like juggling <laughs> at the gym. And like, what are you doing? Like, what purpose does that have 
Um, and the other side, you have people that are lifting like massive amounts of weight and they're either doing half reps or they are really strong people and they're like deadlifting a thousand pounds. You know, it's cool to watch, but at the end of the day, you got people that are trying to do that stuff and their bodies just are not equipped to do that. So um, I'm going to give you your general fitness program. <laughs> yeah, you know, general fitness programs actually, uh, it was the original name for general fitness company. Uh, unfortunately, some things happened with like the website and um, some company in China bought it. <laughs> so uh, we had to switch it around and go general fitness company. I like general fitness company better because it that that tagline keep good company just it fits perfectly and that's really what I'm all about here and I that's what I'm trying to help you do with your life is uh, make some good decisions whether it's in the gym or outside the gym but anyways so keeping it simple so uh, what you want to do first uh, we're just, we're talking about your actual keeping it simple workout routine here uh, you want to start off with a nice easy warm-up a lot of people just jump into the gym and just get to lifting and that's like a no-no you want to get some blood flowing in your muscles. Like uh, I've said this before, but you want to imagine your muscles like a um, rubber band. So like if you think about a rubber band where like if you put a rubber band in the freezer and then you take it out and you try to stretch it, you, the likelihood of it snapping is pretty, it's pretty likely. So um, and actually, you know what? Actually, I have a story about that. Uh, yesterday, because I'm actually <laughs> I'm nursing this right now. Uh, yesterday, I was at this Independence Day uh, festival at, uh, in my town of Ballakinwood. I was out there representing General Fitness Company, just handing out flyers and shaking hands and kissing babies and all that good stuff and petting animals. <laughs> they have animals there. But anyways, um, so they had this foot race for, um, for everybody in the community. I had thought that the foot race was just for like, you know, kids because they were talking about like three-legged races and like egg tosses and egg races and stuff. So I was like, oh, I thought all the races are like, you know, for kids. And then a guy was like, gentlemen, ages 30 to 39 for the 100 yard dash report to the starting line. I was like, oh, snap, like all like the adrenaline just like flooded. <laughs> I felt like I was back on the track again. And um, I, you know, I just walked up to the line, did like a quick two second stretch and they were like, go. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> So I got out there and I, of course, I won. But um, <laughs> I tweaked my hammy in the process. So like I'm nursing it a little bit now. So um, that goes to show you that you know even a uh, world class athlete can uh, tweak something if you're not prepared. So um, yes, warm your body up. You can do these. You can do easy things like uh, jumping jacks or mountain climbers or something that's going to get your legs moving and your arms moving. I guess your arms aren't really moving in a mountain climber, but um, it still works because you're getting isometric contractions because you're holding yourself up. So I guess it still actually does work. But anyways, um, so you want to do something that'll get your body moving. Like uh, like I said, jumping jacks or mountain climbers are optimal. So um, I would say if you're doing about 50 of those, you're doing pretty good and you, you got yourself a good warm up. Now from there, what you can do is uh, if you we're gonna say uh, we're gonna do a full body workout. So uh, let's say. You're gonna start off like at the top of the body or the you know at the bottom the bottom of the body like with balance on the feet or something like that. I always try to start somewhere. Sometimes I start with just abs. Those are the hardest workouts. P.S. If you're starting your workouts with abs, it actually um, makes your stability a lot weaker. So you don't have stability like when you're on the bench or when you're doing squats, and it makes everything a lot harder. So if you want to increase the intensity of your workouts, I would say that you want to try to, a, a workout where you do all abs in the beginning and then try to do the rest of your workout. It's pretty intense. 
Anyways, though, um, so if you're starting off at the top of your body, I would say you want to do something. Uh, we're going to go all body weight exercises because we're just going to make it uh, easy for you. So if you're going to do like a, um, if you're going to start at the top of your body, I would say you want to go with like dips. Dips are really good because they help work your shoulders as well as your the back of your arms, your triceps. So it's really cool that you get both, you get the, the two for one special, and especially if you're doing them where you're sitting, uh, sitting upright with your chest up towards the sky rather than like hunched over. I see a lot of people do dips with their shoulders hunched over and that's like absolutely terrible for the uh, for your labrum the front of your shoulder so um dips so the where you want to start and then uh from dips i would go right into push-ups then you know you get the the chest and the going on there and you get a little bit more triceps and um i would say you know i play around with the number you know when, when it comes to the actual repetitions play around with it i would say you should go for a minimum of 10 though and uh if you're doing like 20 25 maybe 30 you might want to change some angles and we, you know if you want to talk about changing angles if you're doing 20 25 uh, you can talk to me you can shoot me an email and I'll give you an actual like uh, I'll give you an idea of what else you can do to make your push-ups a little bit more intense or your dips a little bit more intense but anyways um so from your push-ups then you go right into your pull-ups and if you can't do pull-ups like if you don't have a bar around a uh, good way to work your uh, your shoulders and biceps and lats is to do a um, plank and there's various ways you can do a plank that could really work your shoulders but a plank is really good for your shoulders your lats if you do a side plank you get some lats involved if you uh, do a regular plank you get the chest and shoulders involved so yeah and then um, from that from the lat or so from the pull-ups or the plank you can go right into your abs so we're just working our way right down the body you can go into abs I always I love full sit-ups like people always say they're bad for you but I say full sit-ups are good for you because it helps you with your back flexion a lot of people don't have flexibility in their back and that's why they say that sit-ups are not good for you but if you always practice sit-ups then you won't have problems with your back so <laughs> if you just uh, do the sit-ups then you won't have problems if you can't do sit-ups then do crunches until you can do sit-ups so um, sit-ups or crunches are good uh, leg lifts are really good because it helps work those hip flexors and working your way down the body so if you're doing leg lifts it actually is a double bonus because you get not only abs but you start working the legs too so once you get into your leg lifts then you can start doing legs and then from there you could do squats you know you can do air squats you can do hand squats I love hand squats hand squats are an exercise where you put your hands 24 inches away from your feet and then you keep the weight in your hands as you bring your butt up and down like you're in a club. Yeah, it's like a freakum. I like to call it the, the freakum exercise. <laughs> so you just bring your tailbone up and down as you keep the weight in your hands. And that's how you uh, do the freakum exercise, also known as hand squats if you're at boot camp or in the doors of GFC. Um, if you're going to work the hamstrings, which is the back of the legs, so we just work the quads and the squat with those squats. If you're going to work the hamstrings, a good exercise is a bridge. You know, that's uh, the hip presses. We talked about those, uh, I think, yesterday. You lay on your back, keep your feet on the floor, hips go up, hips go down. That's a good exercise as well. So, um, so the last exercise what you can do is a uh, calf raise or a single leg bend over. Both of those exercises kind of work the same way. The calf raise works the, the, mu the, the calf muscles a little bit more. The single leg bend over gets a little bit more of the, uh, the proprioception in the uh, foot and it works the hamstrings a little bit as well but you also get some calf muscle because the calf muscle has to also work in tandem with the proprioception in your foot so uh those are two really good exercises and that adds all that's your complete workout routine right there we went for just head from toe 
he just went from head to toe in less than like three minutes. So obviously I would expect that your workout's gonna be longer than three minutes, but um, you can do all those rep you can do all those exercises. I would say like ten to fifteen repetitions. I would go for about four sets because uh, those are that's you know those are pretty simple exercises. If you're doing four sets of those, you're doing pretty good. Uh, you can just kind of do every one of those exercises in a round. You can kind of just do do them like I said and just go right into them four times, or you can do them all four of them and then go into the next one, or you can kind of double them up where you're doing two exercises at once and then uh, not at once, but you're doing two exercises and then you go on to the next exercises and then you know you break it up that way. Or you know, there's a lot of ways you can do it, but all those uh, all those exercises you can really play play around with. And not only the repetitions, but you can actually play around with the tempo, which we talked about not too long ago, with uh, you know the pace and how you're exercising, whether you're doing like a, a time repetition where you're doing 10 push-ups, or you're going five seconds at a time, or you're doing um, your your squats where you're doing them um, uh, down slow and then fast up. You know, you can actually those squats that you're doing can be uh, dynamic where your jump squats. There's so many ways you can play around with those uh, that that simple exercise routine. And um, I think just with those, I don't even know how many exercises we named, but I think it was like eight or something like that. So with those eight or so exercises, you can uh, make probably about 10 different exercises out of those each individual exercises. So you actually technically have 80 exercise routines that I just gave you. Boom. <laughs> so that's stuff that rolls around in my head on a daily basis as I'm like working people out. I have a pretty simple exercise routine and then I just kind of flow off of that. It's like my canvas. And then from there, I just kind of paint a picture that um, it pretty much represents the uh, body that my clientele want to have. So, um, yeah, if you want to do the same thing, you obviously can just follow along. Or if, uh, if it's uh, something that you want some help with, obviously, uh, you know a good trainer, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's how it goes. That's, uh, that's how you, uh, you do your keep it simple or general fitness program, should I say. And uh, we're going to now apply it into your everyday life, keeping it simple. So I got a little story for you uh, uh, about keeping it simple. Back in the day, there was this girl that I was absolutely in love with. I love this girl. <laughs> she didn't know I did, but um, I just tried my hardest to impress her. You know, I was on the track team. I always tell her about my, my track endeavors. You know, when you're 20 years old, you don't know any better. You're just like, yeah, look at me. I'm on the track and I'm that guy. So um, she wasn't really impressed by that. She's a really smart girl. Um, and <laughs> she was more impressed with like academic type things. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to like learn some Spanish. Cause she was, yeah, I don't remember where she's from. Actually, you know what? She was from Colombia. She was Colombian. So, um, I wanted to learn Spanish so I could like, you know, impress her. <laughs> the unfortunate thing is that like I transferred out of uh, French to, uh, get into Spanish and the first semester was just like absolutely terrible. Well, like I finished the semester and I barely passed the class. It was crazy. I don't think I learned anything in that class. I tried so hard to learn it and I just could not get it. And after that, I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna try this one more time. And I went, you know, my spring semester, I tried uh, Spanish 102. I did just as bad, it was terrible. <laughs> I was just like, oh man, I can't learn anything in like this textbook. You know, I've just never really been a textbook learner. I like to read, but like, I just can't apply it to a test. You know, it's like I get my own information and I interpret it differently, I think, than like what they want me to learn. So I don't know why I just didn't do well on tests, like at least that when they applied to uh, textbooks. But um, I just could not get those, I could not get these uh, words into my head 
while reading a textbook. So, um, needless to say, I pretty much was a failure as it, <laughs> as it pertained to learning Spanish that sophomore year at Gus Davis. And um, I decided to go to Spain, and I was like, I'm going to learn Spanish there. i got to learn Spanish there, right? Uh, if you're not going to learn it, you're going to be in some really big trouble, right? So, um, I went off to Spain. I learned some Spanish, and I learned it pretty quickly. It was, it was amazing to me. Like, after week two, I was actually dreaming in Spanish. It was weird. So um, I pretty much, and I didn't have that, I obviously did not have that experience at all when I was <laughs> when I was in college. I was not dreaming in Spanish. I was dreaming of that girl. <laughs> I was dreaming of that girl. Uh, but um, yeah, I just, I was not getting it in college. And then two weeks, I was pretty much fluent. And in four months when I was there the first time, I was speaking it like a native speaker. As in fact, when I came back to... Uh, Fly, I flew into New York and people were asking me like if I was Dominican, you know, I was just speaking Spanish because I was still trying to practice my Spanish. So I was telling somebody that I was in Spain and they spoke Spanish and he was like, yo, you speak like you're Dominican. I was like, no, I'm not Dominican, but I appreciate it. So I was just thinking about this, like keeping it simple, like sometimes that it's not as it doesn't seem as obvious. Right. You know, it's like you wouldn't think to go to a different country to try to learn the language. You would think that you have to you know, do something to prepare for it. I guess maybe that year of Spanish something sunk in, but like the test didn't show it. But when I was out there, I mean, I learned it super fast. And not only did I learn it super fast, but I had a great experience. So if you keep it simple, break it down, actually think about what you're actually trying to accomplish. And in this case, I was trying to learn Spanish and I wasn't learning Spanish from a book. So I had to find an another way. And the, the other way actually happened to be the simpler way. Just go out there and immerse yourself. So that's why it's important to just keep things simple. And, and, and another way to think about this is sometimes you can't do the same things that everybody else is doing. Because obviously, if you're doing what everybody else is doing, you're going to get the same results everybody else is getting. So it's not about the advice sometimes. It's about like who's giving that advice. And if you look at who's giving that advice and they're not really winning in the, in the way that you'd want to be winning. You know, I'm not saying that those people are bad people or that they're losers or anything like that. But if they're not just winning in the way that you want to be winning, then I don't think you should follow their advice. You know, if you have somebody that's a millionaire and they're unhappy with their life and you want to be a millionaire, I, w I, wouldn't, I would be hesitant to take that person's advice on how to be a millionaire because maybe there's some, uh, some ways that he or she did it that made him, un him or her unhappy. So... That is just something you got to consider is that like sometimes you can get some good advice, but like, you know, it's maybe not the simplest advice and maybe it's not the right advice for you and maybe it just doesn't work for you. So there's a lot of different nuances to that. But at the end of the day, if you keep it simple and just if you look at what you're trying to accomplish, then um, you'll definitely find that there's a way that's right for you. And it's the simplest way. <laughs> it may not be the simplest way for someone else, but it might be the simplest way for you. So. That's what I got for you today. We're going to go ahead and finish this off in the conclusion, and um, we'll talk real soon. Whoa, whoa, so I went on on that one, huh? <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, it's kind of a passion of mine, you know, keeping things simple. That's what I always try to do in my own life. I try to keep things as simple as possible. And uh, that's really how I try to uh, treat all my workouts, with all my, for my, whether it's for myself or my clients, you know, it's really all about just keeping things as simple as possible and uh, being as efficient as, as, as you can. So, um, but there is a, l a little bit of a nuance to that, you know, um, just want to say that sometimes it's important to think about like, 
when it comes to advice at least, it's important to not only heed the advice that you're getting, but understand where that advice is coming from. You know, when it comes to advice, sometimes you might have someone, you know, it's it's important to think about, you might have someone that's doing something that's that's good while simultaneously doing something that is maybe not so good, at least in your eyes, in your judgment, right? So the thing is that what you have to do is you have to be, you have to look at the macro scale and you really have to think about, okay, I see on the grand scale this person is doing this, but there's little micro things that I don't really like. And if you can look at, say, someone that is doing, uh, that is maybe making a million dollars or whatever you want, you know, someone that maybe has a lot of love in their life, whatever it is, right? Let's just say it's a million dollars for this instance. Say you have someone that's making a million dollars, but their life is absolutely terrible. Like their health is bad, all their relationships are bad, but they're making, you know, a million dollars a year, which is pretty good. You know, it puts them in the top, top 1% of uh, Americans, I think. So um, what you would do, instead of just blindly following their advice, you know, that's not really, I mean, that sounds simple, but that's really not the simple thing to do. The simple thing to do is look at the grand scale of what they're doing, pick out the things that you like that they're doing, and discard the things you don't like. That's a simple thing, because what you're doing is that you're doing what works for you, and you're not doing what doesn't work for you. And it just makes things a lot easier. So, like I said, that's a little nuance to keeping it simple is that sometimes you got to look at your mentors, look at your guides, look at your coaches, look at the people that you look up to, look at what they're doing and rather than judging them as a whole and saying they're terrible people or judging, judging them as a whole and saying they're great people, look at the things that they're doing, follow the things that you agree with and just disregard the things that, they, that you don't agree with. It doesn't help to judge anybody as a human being because, you know, we're not here to judge each other. Well, unless you're a judge, of course, <laughs> but that's for another podcast. For the rest of us, we're not here to judge each other. We're here to just observe, experiment, play, and just love. So that's really what life's all about for me. That's what the General Fitness Company is all about. That's how I design every one of our workouts. It's just a, it's that canvas that I talked about, that general fitness program, and from there, we just kind of paint a picture of what would the client wants to see, you know, in terms of results and um, just overall happiness with their experience. So if you want that, you know where to go. <laughs> you know, but we're going to go ahead and call it a day here. We'll check back in tomorrow for episode number 43. And that's going to be our Friday podcast. We'll be talking a little bit more about mindset. So uh, strap in for that one. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. And as always, keep good company.